Kuminsan po ang mga relihiyosong tao, kuminsan ang mga relihiyosong grupo ay sobrang uh, nakatuon ang pansin doon sa langit na ipinapangako at darating pa. Doon sa langit na ini-imagine na nasa mga ulap o lampas pa doon. The heaven that is in the next life and that which comes after the so-called end of time. Many religious orientations, people and groups can be so obsessed with the heaven that is yet to come that they miss the wonderful heaven that is now available. The wonderful heaven that is here and now, despite the world and in spite of what the world is filled of and filled with. They miss the wonderful heaven as it is because they are not paying attention to it. Ang ating pong pag-aaral, bibigyan natin ang pansin, the heaven in the mind. At hindi natin sinabing heaven is in the mind dahil parang imagination lang yun na hindi totoo. Ang sinasabi natin, aside from the heaven that is yet to come, there is a heaven that God wants us to enjoy here and now, the heaven that can be in the mind. Heavenly Father, thank you for your love, for your care, for your goodness. May your truth set us free. May your truth enable us to enjoy all the wonderful things that you have prepared for us. And may we also be empowered by you to take all our responsibilities so we can extend heaven here on earth, in many people's lives. Be our speaker, lead us unto greater knowledge of you. At ang dalangin namin, Panginoon, ang mga pagbubulay-bulay namin, magbubunga sa kagandahang loob at sa kabutihan ng mga gawa namin, ayon na rin sa pagsunod namin sa iyong kalaoban. Patawarin niyo po kami sa aming mga kasalanan. Puspusin niyo kami at punuan ng mga kakulangan namin. Huwag kayong maging tagapagsalita, Panginoon. Walk in our midst. Pronounce your blessings and your teachings. Lift up only your name and bless your people. In the name of Jesus we pray. The heaven in the mind. Yan po ang laging iniisip ng marami, heaven as future. And where is that heaven? They say up there. Psalm 103 verse 11, For as high as the heavens are above the earth. Kaya nagiging parang masyadong physical lang tingin natin dyan sa taas. Nasan yun? At kailan yung darating? When? And of course, most people who think of heaven will say, in the next life. Magtiis ka anak, may langit ang mga nagdusa dito sa lupa, darating din. Or after the end of time, whatever that means. 2 Peter 3 verses 12 to 13. As you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming, that they will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire, and the elements will melt in the heat. But in keeping with this promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth, the home of righteousness. And of course, a major Christian doctrine is to look forward to the heaven which is yet to come. When we talk about that heaven which is yet to come, especially when it comes to the point of view of many people and many religious orientations, People always ask, how? How can we get there? And various prescriptions, according to religious scholar, are available. There are religious persuasions that say, by works. Kailangan magpakahirap ka, magdusak at maging mala. Parang impyerno sa hirap ang buhay mo para sa susunod. Guminhawa ka. May mga ganun nagtuturo. Siyempre naman, mayroong teaching na by grace. 
Bigay lang talaga yan, hindi mo yan dineserve, wala kang ginawa para matamu mo ang bagay na yan. And there are groups that will teach by special, hidden, and secret, very esoteric means that you are initiated into mysteries and mysterious initiations and rites and ceremonies. And there are people that say, ay, parang salad yan, by combination. May works, may grace, at saka merong mga secret, hidden rituals. This mysterious heaven that religion peddles has been abused and overused by religions. It is a sad fact of religiosity that when you look at the history of religions, heaven has been so abused so people could be comforted, could be entertained, persuaded, pressured, manipulated, drugged, exploited, afflicted, even killed, or used. Hindi nabago sa ating pandinig na may mga nagtuturo na para pumatay ka, para sa iyong relihiyon, diretso kang pupunta sa paraiso. Para mamatay ka, para sa iyong pananalig, ay meron kang napakalaking gantimpala doon sa kabilang buhay. Habang ang ganyang mga katuroan ay mayroong reflections sa Bible, a very deep and important analysis and study is required before you even go to religious wars to kill or be killed in the name of God. Kaya ang mga pinakamadudugo at mga pinakamahihirap na mga labanan na nangyari sa kasaysayan ng tao, kadalasan ay religyoso ang dahilan. That religious wars have registered some of the most bloody, some of the most horrible wars that humanity has ever gotten into. Kaya nga nagagalit ang Panginoon doon sa mga religious teachers na irresponsable na ang gusto lamang ay libangin ang mga tao upang kanilang mapagsamantalahan. Ang gusto lang ay makonvert ang mga tao para maging bala nila sa kanyon, pamparami sa kanilang statistics, pampuno ng mga silya sa kanilang mga bahay dalanginan. Matthew 23.15 Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, the Lord Jesus says. You hypocrites, you travel over land and sea to win a single convert, and when he becomes one, you make him twice as much a son of hell as you are. At sino ang kausap dito ng Panginoon? Yung mga teachers of the law, the teachers of the Bible. So maaring maari pala na ang mga bangaral, nagtuturo, maging ng mga katuruan sa Biblia, ay maging dahilan pa ng kapahamakan ng kanilang mga naturuan na mabuti pa sanang di na lang nila narating at di nila nahipo at hindi nila naihawa sa kanilang mga religious bias, sa kanilang mga self-righteous doctrines, sa kanilang mga katuruan na sumisira sa tao, na ang tao ay nagiging mapaghusga sa kapwa, nagiging mayabang at nagiging palaaway sa pangalan ng Diyos. Sabi niya, sumpain kayo mga guro. Hirap na hirap kayo na may mahikayat at pag nadala nyo sa inyong pananalig ay ginagawa nyo doble pa ang pagiging masama kesa sa inyo o kesa sa mga dati nilang mga kalagayan. It is a sad fact of history that organized and institutionalized religion usually claim franchise and exclusive access to this heaven. Yung heaven na pinag-uusapan na darating pa, pinag-aagaw-agawa ng mga relihiyon na sila lang ang may susi patungo dyan. Sila lang ang tunay. Sila lang ang 
tama, wala nang ibang tama kundi sila lamang. Kaya kung paniniwalaan ninyo ang turo ng ganitong uri ng mga relihiyon, wala kayong ibang magagawang conclusion kundi hindi pala mahabagin ang Diyos, hindi pala maliligtas ang kiramiraming tao, konting-konting-konting-konting lamang kung susundin ninyo yung talagang katuruan nitong mga taong ito. Pero siyempre, kung hindi ka magtuturo na ikaw lang ang tama, ano ang attraction mo? Kung hindi ka magtuturo na ikaw lang ang pintupatungo sa langit, ano ang magiging dahilan para ikaw ang piliin ng mga tao? Pero hindi po ganyan ang uri ng pagtuturo na penairal ng Panginoon. Ang tinuturo niya, hindi lamang yung langit na darating pa na inaasam ng mga relihiyon kundi yung langit na maabot kamay kahit na kanino. Because of the notion that there are people and there are groups that have exclusive franchise to heaven that is yet to come, the notion has given birth to nameless and boundless misguidance, deception, and abuse. That's why the Lord once more addresses these religious people, Matthew 23, verse 16, Woe to you, blind guides! Mga bulag na taga-akay. At saan ba dadalhin ang bulag na taga-akay ang kanyang inaakay, kundi pareho silang mahuhulog sa bangin? But yes, we believe, of course, that there is heaven that is yet to come. The Bible is very clear about that. It is a recurrent theme. But there is a heaven that many of us neglect. Kung mo tayo nasa Panginoon, wala na tayong inabangan kundi yung wala pa. But there is a heaven that is now. Let's take a look at heaven as now. What I call the heaven in the mind, and you may want to call it the same way if you agree. Where is it? It is here. In the heart, in the mind. Whatever your concept is of the center of one's personality. Hindi yung mga langit na ang mga poste ay Doric or Corinthian na parang mga Greek buildings. Hindi yung langit na mga marble floors at may mga ulap-ulap ang pinag-uusapan. The heaven that is in the heart and in the mind is primarily what Jesus wants people to have. Luke 17, 20-21 Once having been asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, Jesus replied, The kingdom of God does not come with your careful observation. Nor will people say, here it is, or there it is. Because the kingdom of God is, read church, within you. This is a world of meanings, often neglected by many people. Because they are obsessed with the heaven up in the clouds. Sabi sa kanya ng mga Pharisees, teachers of the law, religious leaders and experts, eh kailan ba naman darating ang kingdom of God? At sabi ng Panginoon, Aba, hindi yan darating sa kaaabang nyo. Dahil hindi yan pwedeng abangan na parang paradang dumarating. Na pwedeng sabihin, oh ayan na dumarating na ang kingdom of heaven. O ayun nandun, o nandito. Sabi niya, hindi. Ang kaharian ng Diyos ay nasa inyong kalooban. Nasa inyong puso. If you like to say, it is in your mind. Pero hindi yung negatively speaking na in the mind meaning haka-haka lamang at hindi totoo. Kundi nasa inyong kaibuturan ang pagkatao. The kingdom of God that Jesus was always talking about is the kingdom in spirit. John 1.12 Yet to all who received Him, who believe in His name, He gave the right 
to become children of God. So pag tumanggap ka na sa Kanya, nanalig ka na, anak ka na ng Diyos, therefore you are a citizen of heaven. At alam niyo po yung citizens, wherever they go, they are protected by their embassy. That's why the church is the embassy of heaven on earth. It is the advance party, the sanctuary, the refuge of those who believe in God. Kaya nga po ang mga ambassadors, kita niyo po ang mga embassy nila kahit sa ibang bansa, may flag nila because it is considered an extension of their territory and the host government cannot assault it, cannot even get inside it without the permission of the host country or the embassy. And when the ambassador rides his car and this car bears the flag of his country, not even our local policemen can give them a parking ticket. We cannot apprehend them. Hindi sila pwedeng hulihin kung ayaw nilang pahuli because that car becomes an extension of their country. Embassy pa lang yan ng tao. Eh, yung embassy ng Diyos. Kaya sabi, bagamat may tunay na kinalalagyan ng Diyos sa mga kalangitan kung nasan man yun, pero ang puso ng mananampalataya, embassy of heaven. It becomes an extension of the kingdom of God so that the people of God can take refuge and protection and nourishment in it. Kaya ang mahalaga po, ma-develop natin yung kingdom of God that is within us. When does that happen? When do we begin to enjoy the kingdom of God? Yung pinag-uusapan natin kingdom that is yet to come, eh pag dumating na yun, o pag namatay ka at napunta ka doon, according to the beliefs of many, pero habang buhay ka pa dito, papano? Yes, you can have that kingdom here. If having Jesus is salvation, if having Jesus is heaven, then that heaven is here and now. Tulad ng sinabi niya kay Zacchaeus sa Luke 19.9, Jesus said to him, Today, salvation has come to this house. Not later, not in the future, but today. Salvation has come to this house. The people here have become citizens of heaven. Their hearts, their home, become embassies of heaven. And if it's Jesus that is the key to that heaven, then it is not only now, but it is for always. Hebrews 13.5 Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. It is always. It is not just now. Now, how do you get there? Because the kingdom that we're talking about is not a physical place, then you don't go there by transportation, but you go there by transformation. Because it is a spiritual kingdom, then it can be had and enjoyed through a spiritual experience. So how do you have the kingdom of God that Jesus is talking about? By transformation first in thought. Because it is in the mind. So if you're going to change the contents of your mind, you have to change the way that you think. Romans 12.2 Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Huwag na daw makiayon sa paraan ng pag-iisip ng sanlibutan, kundi baguhin ang lahat-lahat at magbago sa pamamagitan ng pagbabagong loob. 
pagbabago ng isip, pagbabago ng paraan ng pag-iisip. Sapagkat kung nagbabago tayo ng paraan ng pag-iisip, mababago ang paraan ng ating pagkilos. Mababago ang ating mga gawa. Mababago ang ating mga kinakahiratian at ang ating mga habits. Mababago ang ating pagkatao. Therefore, mababago ang lahat. Kahit ang buong paligid mo ay hindi nagbago. Dalawa po, at least two, dahil marami yan, there are at least two forms of reality that we can experience. One is the reality that is physical. Yung nangyayari. Halimbawa, meron kayong asawa o kasintahan o mahal sa buhay in a romantic way at nakita nyo nakikipagyakapan sa iba, kita nyo, kitang-kita nyo, reality happening physically, ano mangyayari mararamdaman ninyo? Bibili sa inyong pulso, lalakas ang tibok ng inyong puso, magiinit ang inyong mga punong tainga, luluwa ang inyong mata, magkakaliko-liko ang inyong mukha, at matitikas ang inyong muscle, at susugod kayo, magagalit kayo, at maninibugo kayo, dahil nakita nyo yung totoo. Physical reality. Ngayon, another reality that is in the mind. Nasa bahay kayo, wala ang inyo mahal sa buhay, malayo, pero naisip-isip niyong siguro may kayakap siyang iba ngayon. Nagyayakapan sila, napakatamis ng kanilang samahan. Anong mararamdaman niyo? Bibili sa inyong pulso, lalakas ang tahip ng inyong dibdib, maninigas sa inyong mga muscle, magkakaliko-liko ang inyong mukha, magiinit ang punong tayo nyo. Lahat ng nangyayari, pag physically na nangyayari yon, mangyayari sa inyo. Pero, it's all in your mind. And yet, although it's only an imagination, it's already affecting you as if it's really happening. Because really, it has already happened. Maybe not in physical reality, but inside of you it happened. Kaya kung gusto po ng tao na magkaroon ng kalangitan, kapayapaan, katahimikan sa kanyang puso, sa kanyang buhay, hindi niya kailangan baguhin ang mundo dahil ang tagal pa bago mangyari, yung tutupukin ang mundong ito at babaguhin ang Diyos. Alangan namang intayin niyo pa yon. Hindi kailangan magbago lahat ng masasama, baguhin lahat ng problema ninyo, magkaroon kayo lahat ng pera, gumaling lahat ng inyong sakit para kayo sumaya. Because when you decide in your heart that you're going to enjoy the peace of God and you believe that God can give it, you can have it no matter what the situation is. And that is the heaven in the mind. At iyon ang marapat nating naisin na makamtan habang hinihintay natin yung physical, tinatawag natin real heaven, kailangan maranasan natin ipinangako ni Jesus that the kingdom is within you. Kaya ang mga tunay na mananampalatayang, malalalim ang mga pananalig, kahit walang kapera-pera, hindi nag-aalala. Tapos sabihin nila, well, may Diyos. Pagkakain na ako, papakainin ako ng Diyos. Yung mga may sakit na hindi pa gumagaling, sabi lang, may Diyos. At kung hindi man ako gumaling ngayon, napadali ang aming pagkikita, gumraduate ako mula sa buhay na ito, hindi ako masyado mag-aalala. Yung mga ang anak ay malalayo, ang mahal sa buhay ay malalayo, nag-aalala sa sabi lang, may Diyos. Yung Diyos ko dito, Diyos din doon. Kakausapin ko ang Diyos, ibibilin ko. Mas mahal nga yun ang Diyos kaysa mahal ko yon So, magpapakapayapa ako dito. Pero yung mga taong wala sa Diyos, kahit nandyan na yung pera, nandyan na yung pagkain, nandyan na lahat, ligalig pa rin ang buhay nila at magulo pa rin. Because they don't have the heaven in their heart, 
And what do they have? The hell that is in the heart. Kasi kabaligtaran lang yan because there are Christians who are going definitely to heaven in the next life but on earth they live in hell because the hell that is in the mind is what is ruling their lives. So you want to enjoy heaven now? Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Huwag niyong bigyan ng Diyos ng napakaraming kondisyon. Magbago sana ang aking biyanan para ako matahimik. Tumalino ang aking anak. Lumaki ang aking pera. Magkaroon ako ng bahay. Lahat, paano mangyayari lahat sabay-sabay? E nabubuhay tayo sa isang mundong napaka-imperfect. Pero nangyayari yan. The Lord said, Hindi na dumarating ang langit sa kaaabang nyo. Hindi nyo makikita kahit kailan. Because it is in the heart. It is within you. 2 Corinthians 3.18 And we who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory are being transformed into His likeness with ever-increasing glory which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Ano lang po ang central thought nito? Kung tayo nasa Panginoon, palalim ng palalim ang ating pananalig, pataas ng pataas ang ating Espiritu, at patibay ng patibay ang ating pananalig to the point that heaven is already real inside of you. Tulad na nga sinabi natin kanina na example. Kayong mga tao, init na init, merong mga taong sobrang lakas ng isip na i-imagine nilang nagiginaw sila at talagang nagiginaw. Meron naman mga tao na ini-imagine lang nila ang isang napakatahimik na puok, may mga ibon, mga halaman, may batis, na kahit nakatira sila sa estero, sumasaya ang kanilang pakiramdam because it is their garden in the heart. Masyado kasi tayong mga tao na nagiging physical that we allow our physical environment to limit us. But never forget that we are spiritual beings that you can transcend your environment and actually be where you want to be if you are spiritual because the spirit knows no bounds. And the spirit is timeless and spaceless. Only the physical body is limited by time and space. That's why, Christians, if you're going to have more and more of this heaven in the mind, you have to have more and more of praying. In fact, meditating. Kung sinabi ng Panginoon that don't make your prayers very long because the Father in heaven knows what you need before you ask Him, eh bakit magdamag kung minsan siyang nananalangin, sabi sa Biblia, o kaya maghapon, nandun siya sa isang lugar na nanahimik. I like to believe that is meditating. That you meditate on the law of the Lord, you meditate on the beauty of God, you meditate on the goodness, the mercies of God. And according to scientific discoveries lately, in fact, it was featured in the January 23, 2006 issue of Time magazine, nasukat nila yan scientifically yung mga taong mahilig mag-meditate that daily meditations physically transform the cerebral cortex. The cerebral cortex is the biggest part of the brain. It determines intelligence and personality, the interpretation of sensory impulses, yung paggalaw ng ating katawan, the motor function, all of that is determined by the cerebral cortex. At sa mga sinukat na cerebral cortex ng mga pasyenteng nakiisa sa isang scientific test, yung mga mahilig mag-meditate, pakapal ng pakapal yung cerebral cortex nila. When your brain changes physically, it will change 
the way it functions. When its functions change, your thought patterns will change. When your thought patterns change, your behavior will change. When your behavior changes, your personality changes. That's why you can make heaven on earth if you know how to tune into God through meditation. At yan ang nawawala sa ating buhay. Pati yung mga tinatawag nating magkukwayad time, actually five minutes. Nauso na yung one minute with God, five minutes with God, na parang ganun lamang pala ang pakikipagniig sa Diyos. Basahin ng isang verse, basahin yung explanation, sasabihin sa inyo ng instruction, pray about this, 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 and pray ka ng konti, and you think na nagbulay-bulay ka na. No wonder there is so much spiritual weakness and failure because we have very little meditation and aloneness with God. It is a spiritual activity that is personal that every Christian must develop. Yung pakikipagniig sa Diyos. Tulad ng ginagawa ng mga sinaunang Pilipino na lagi nakikipagniig sa mga bagay na lampas sa physical. Kaya nga po tulad ng aking na i-share na sa marami, pagdating ng mga Kastila at hanggang nakaalis na lang sila, hindi pa naintindihan kung bakit ang mga Pilipino ay lagi nasa duyan. Bakit nga ba laging idinuduyan ang mga Pilipino? Bata pa lang sa duyan. Paglaki, ibang duyan naman. At pagtanda, silyon, nauugoy-ugoy pa rin. Sabi na pagkatatamad ng lahing ito, laging uugoy-ugoy. Ang di nila nababatid, at barahil, ewan ko kung batid nyo, ha? Ang ating mga ninuno, actually nagbubulay-bulay pagka nagduduyan. Pagka uugoy-ugoy, si silyon-silyon, ay sila'y nag-iisip-isip, nagninilay-nilay, nagmumuni-muni. At sigurado sa ibang mga languages ng Pilipinas, may equivalent yung mga salitang yan. Nang ibig sabihin lang, nililimot ang physical environment at iniisip o kaya ay nakikiisa dun sa mas mataas na level of consciousness. No wonder, our old people, though they may not have been formally schooled and trained in higher levels of academic institutions, no wonder they are full of wisdom. Bakit na mga lolo't lola natin, lalo na nun, pag humingi ka ng payo, magagandang mga salita ang lumalabas sa kanilang bibig, mahuhusay ang mga kanilang mga pananaw sa buhay, sapagat nasusuri nila ang buhay, nalalaman nila ang mga mahahalagat hindi, kaduduyan at kasisilyon. Yung mga sociologists ngayon, psychologists, psychiatrists, ano po ang kanilang ina-advance na mga dapat gawin daw ng modern persons? The art of doing nothing. Gusto nilang ibalik doon ng tao dahil sobrang naging busy. Paggising, magbubukas na ng radio o TV kahit hindi nanonood. Kahit naglalaba, naglilinis, may umaandar na kung ano dyan. Hindi na nabakante ang isip, lagi nalang may bombardment. May nakasaksak pa sa tenga, napapakinggan. Lagi nalang may binabasa, lagi na lamang na may pinapanood, walang katahimikan. Kaya mahalaga po yung pagbubulay-bulay because it has, as has been scientifically proven, although we don't need to be persuaded by science to believe what the Bible says, but it is nice that science not only accepts but also proves na talagang may nangyayari pagka madadasali ng tao. So manalangin. Kailangan natin ang pagbabago ng isip. Hindi natin kumisan na lubos na naunawa ang halaga ng pag-isip. 
So, paano natin bababago ang ating buhay? Kailangan baguhin ang pinagagagawa ng utak na ito, ang ipinag-uutos niya sa atin, at pinag-iisip niya. That's why the Bible says very, very clearly, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So, kung dati tayong pala reklamo, gusto niyo magkaroon ng heaven on earth, baguhin ang ugali at huwag lagi nagre-reklamo. Maghanap naman kayo ngayon ng mapupuri, then you will begin to see beautiful things. Kung dati kayong laging galit, baguhin nyo naman, gawin nyo naman kayong maibigin. Dati kayong laging ng maramdamin, baguhin. Gawin natin na mapagtanggap tayo ng mga sinasabi ng iba kahit na nakakasakit at sabihin natin, hayaan mo, opinion mo lang yan, I don't think that's my opinion about myself, so I will never permit your opinion to hurt me. And I forgive you. Yung dati tayong maiinipin, hinahabaan mo ang yung uh, pasensya. So, sa pagbabago ng pag-iisip, mababago ang lahat. Huwag niyong asahan na babaguhin ang Diyos ang planeta para tayo sumaya. Dahil, yung merong uh, outdoor activity, ayaw niyang umulan. So, ang dalangin niya sa Diyos, Diyos ko po, huwag mong papaulanin bukas. Pero, yung mga magsasaka, Diyos ko po, paulanin mo na bukas. So, kung yung gagawin sa kapaligiran mo ang magdedetermine ng ikaliligaya mo, anong gagawin ng Diyos? Iba-ibang hinihingi ng tao, alangan mang umuulan sa'yo, tahimik sa kanya, tuyo. Pero kung umulan naman at hindi, determined ka sa puso mo na makita yung blessing ng Lord doon, you will always be blessed. Kaya may pera ka kaya wala, kung determined ka na, pagka meron, isa-celebrate ko ang goodness ng Panginoon at pag wala, lalo ko naman isa-celebrate yung dependence ko sa Kanya. So, kaya wala at kaya meron, payaba ang buhay mo. Nasa pag-iisip ang lahat. Mga kapatid, lalo ang matatagal na sa Panginoon, kung meron kayong dating mga personality problems o kaya mga difficulties at nandyan pa rin hanggang ngayon, isa lang ang nakakatiyak na pwede nating sabihin sa hinaba-haba ng pagkakristyano nyo at sa dinami-rami ng narinig nyong verses, di nyo pa rin binago ang inyong pag-iisip. Kaya ganyan pa rin tayo. Walang ibang pwedeng sisihin. Kung lagi ka na lamang nagdedeman na mapansin ka, lagi ka magtatampo. Kung lagi kang naghahanap na ikaw yung center of attraction, lagi kang mabibigo at lagi kang magiging walang kwenta dahil nang aagaw ka lagi ng eksena ng iba. Change the way you think and the world will suddenly become heaven on earth. So be transformed in thought and be transformed in deed as we have been saying. Luke 19.8 But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Lord, look, here and now, I gave half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. So ano pong pinag-uusapan dyan? Si Zacchaeus na tax collector, mukhang pera, maraming dinaya, encountered the Lord and suddenly he changed the way he thinks or he thought. At sabi niya, yung pagpapahalaga ko nun sa pera, babalik na rin ko na ang papahalagahan ko, yung katotohanan, katwiran, tao at Diyos. So Lord, Ibabalik ko na sa mga dinaya ko ang aking mga kinupit, ipapamigay ko sa mahihirap ang iba kong kayamanan, ba iibahin ko ang buhay ko? Bakit iibahin? Kasi naiba ang pag-iisip. Bakit naiba? Dahil nakita niya si Kristo. So it's also a transformation in essence and spirit that is important. Exodus 34.29, When Moses came down from Mount Sinai, he was not aware that his face was radiant because he had spoken with the Lord. Pati ang mukha niya ay kumikinang at lumiliwanag. 
dahil nakapanayam niya ang Panginoon. May pagbabago talaga yung mga napapaharap sa Diyos. 1 Corinthians 6.11 And this is what some of you were, meaning mga dating nasa kasalanan. But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. So pwedeng mabago ang lahat sa pamamagitan ng ating pananalig at pagsunod sa Panginoon. So change in essence and change in spirit. And it can be done by transcendence, by independence and freedom from the world. Hindi ka masaya lang pagka mayroong tubig. Kahit wala masaya ka, hindi ka masaya lang pagka maganda ang panahon. Masaya ka rin kahit umuulan. At mga kapatid, gusto ko pong bigyan ng puna ito. Huwag niyong sinasabing bad weather. There is no such thing as bad weather. Because weather comes from God. Kahit kumikidlat-kidlat, nare-recharge ang electrons ang ating atmosphere, kailangan ng planeta ang mga kidlat, tumabi-tabi ka lang ng huwag kang tamaan. Pag malakas ang hangin at may bagyo, nare-replenish ang mga energies ng mundo, binabalanse ang mga imbalances. Yung sobrang init dito, inaalis. Yung sobrang lamig, inaalis. Kaya lumalakad ang mga init at lamig. Huwag ka lang pakalat-kalat para di kasi punin. Don't say bad weather. You might want to say rainy weather. You might say windy weather. You might say ang lakas ng ulan, ang lakas ng kulog ng kidlat. Pero niyo sabihin mas sungit at masamang panahon. Dahil galing din yan sa Diyos. Appreciate natin yan. John 16.33 I have overcome the world. Kaya kong sumaya kahit pinapalungkot ako ng mundo. Ephesians 4.22 says you were taught with regard to your former way of life, to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires. So we have to continue to put off our old self, old self, old self, so that there will be space in your heart for heaven on earth, for heaven that is in the heart and in the mind. And of course, we get transformed by association with Jesus. When you are associated with Jesus, changes will happen. Naturally, yung mga dating dungo na mga dinag-aral, mga mahiyain at may mga inferiority complex na mga probinsyano tulad ng mga disciples ng Panginoon sa Acts 4.13 When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. Nagulat sila. Ba't ang lakos na doob ng mga taong yan? May mga PhD ba para magturo? Mayayaman ba yan? Walang pinangingimian? Nagsasalita ng gustong sabihin kahit sino kaharap? Bakit wala silang inferiority complex? At sabi niya, ay oo nga, kasama ni Jesus. Kaya dapat lang asahan mo na merong boldness. Kaya mga anak ng Diyos, kung si Jesus nasa inyo at si Jesus sa inyong Panginoon, you have no business feeling inferior to anybody. Hindi kayo dapat may mga mahihiyain ako, hindi ako makakanta, hindi ako makabasa na para kayong bulating na mimilipit na kinakagat ng langgam tuwing tinatawag para magbasa ng Bible. Hindi bagay sa mga anak ng Diyos yan. They remembered that these men had been with Jesus. Kaya kahit hindi sila nakarating sa mataas sa paralan, malalakas sa mga loob, hindi mga mahihiyain. Ganyan ang Espiritu ng Diyos, pinapalaya tayo mula sa ganitong mga inferiority complex. Kaya huwag kayong magpatuloy sa ganitong mga di magandang mga kaugalian na ayoko, nahihiya ako, huwag akong umatayin, baka ako matawag. Hindi bagay yan sa mga anak ng Diyos. Because we must have the spirit of strength and courage. 
Although we should still be proper. Hindi naman sobra tayo mga presko at mga mayayabang, pero hindi tayo dapat mga dungo at mga mahiyain dahil anak tayo ng Diyos. At ano pa? The chains of essence by connection. When you are connected with the Lord, you will be powerful. John 15.5 I am the vine, Jesus speaking here, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So may magagawa tayo basta't lagi tayong nakakonekta sa Panginoon. So how not to miss, in fact, how to enjoy this heaven now? Claim it. It's there for you to claim. Pero dapat siyempre makilala yan. Matthew 13, 44-45 The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought the field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. At ano daw po ang ginawa ng merchant ito? Nung makita niya yung pearl of great value, ibinenta niya lahat ng kanyang alahas para ma-afford niyang bayaran at kunin yung pearl of great value. When you recognize the kingdom of God, pay with it, pay for it with everything you've got. Ang kapayapaan pala ay kalimutan nyo itong sibigote, kalimutan because you have found the pearl of great value. Ang katahimikan pala ay tigilin nyo ang pandaraya kahit na maraming pera ang binibigay sa inyo, tigilan yan, ibayad yan, bilhin yung pearl of great value which is the kingdom of heaven. Ang kingdom of heaven pala ay buhay na malinis at hindi immoral, pues kalimutan ang mga immorality kahit nagbibigay ng pleasure because you pay with everything you have for the kingdom of heaven that you have discovered. May bayad. Hindi naman pera ang bayad dyan. Ang bayad lang ay pagpili. Pinipili mo ito kesa sa iba. Pinipili mo ang kapayapaan kesa sa gulo. Pinipili mo ang kabanalan kesa kasalanan. Pinipili mo ang katuwiran kesa kalikuan. So you pay because you now will have to abandon even bad habits that have become parts of our lives. But when you find the kingdom of God, Pay for it with everything you've got because it's worth it. Hindi dapat panghinayangan ang mga sakripisyo, ang mga tinatanggal sa buhay at mga pinuputol na relasyon para lang lubos na maghari sa ating puso ang kaharian ng Diyos. Sapagat isa lang ang kasya sa puso mo at any given time, you cannot serve God and other gods. Kailangan pumili ka. At ang mahalaga, makita natin ito ang mahalaga, ito ang kailangan ko kaharian ng Diyos, langit sa puso ko, kapayapaan, paraiso dito sa lupa, kailangang baguhin ko ang aking buhay, ang aking pag-iisip, and it will be yours. So you've got to claim it, recognize it. Or balik na rin nyo, recognize it first, then claim it. But you've got to have the heart and the eyes to see that this is what you need. And usually, what we need is not what we want. And what we want is not always what we need. Nakilala ni Nicodemus si Jesus sa dinami-rami ng mga naging teacher sa Israel. Sabi niya, alam ko kayo galing sa Diyos. Nakilala niya si Peter sa dinami-rami ng opinyon ng mga tao tungkol kay Jesus. Sabi niya, you are the Christ, the Son of the Living God. Nakilala niya. At si John, sa John 6, 66-69. Yung mga natutuwang sumunod kay Jesus dahil lagi napapagaling, napapakain, etc., etc., Nung turuan niya ng mahihirap na bagay, nag-alisa na yung iba. 
From this time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. Iniwan nila si Jesus. You do not want to live too, do you? Jesus asked the twelve. Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. So nung marami nang umaalis nung matalikod kay Kristo dahil mahirap na ang mga itinuturo niya, sabi niya doon sa mga twelve na ito, O kayo, hindi niyo naman gustong iwan din ako ha? Bakit naman po namin kayo iiwan? Kayo ang pinagmumula ng mga salitang nagbibigay ng buhay. So sabi nila Peter dito, kahit mahirap, kahit hindi namin laging nauunawaan, kahit na ang buong mundo ay tumalikod, hindi namin gagawin because we knew you. We met you and we know that you are the word of life. And if you have met the Lord and you know that He is the word of life, you will not leave Him just because it is inconvenient. You will not leave Him just because there are other desires that you want to prioritize. Because He is the word of life. So, what do you do? How can you enjoy heaven now? Think it. Hindi ko sabing think about it, but think it. Yun ang gawin yung iniisip nyo. And the power of thought the reality that is beyond the physical will become real in your lives. Live it and live in it. Live in that heaven now. Though your environment does not look like it, remember, it is in the heart. It is within you. Ang kagandahan ng langit na ito, kaya niyong dalin kahit saan kayo pumunta. You dignify a place by being there. You bring heaven with you. That's why it is important that we become ambassadors, extensions of the kingdom of God. Philippians 1.21, For me to live is Christ. So live Christ. Live in Christ. And let Christ live in you. And no matter what your environment is, you will have this heaven on earth. So be sure that you will go to heaven that is yet to come. Na hindi naman ang topic natin ngayon. Tiyakin nyo rin, nakasama kayo doon sa darating pa. At alam nyo naman itinuturo. Believe in the Lord Jesus. Accept Him as Savior and Lord. And you will be made children of God. But meanwhile that it is not yet, make sure that you are in heaven now. The heaven that has already come. In fact, the heaven that can readily come to anybody. Matthew 12.28 Pinag-uusapan na naman kung nasa niyang kingdom at kailan. Sabi ni Lord, but if I drive out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Sabi niya, anong inaantayin yung mga ulap-ulap, trompet-trompeta? Kung nagpapalayas ako at lumalayas ang mga demonyo mula sa mga buhay niyo, dumating na sa inyo ang kaharian ng Diyos. So ano po ang isang kapatunay na nasa atin ang kaharian ng Diyos? Napalayas na ang mga demonyo at demonyitong nakikitira sa atin. Kaya titingnan niyo lagi ang sarili niyo. Sarili natin mananalamin tayo. May mga alaga pa ba ako? Kasi pag dumating si Jesus at dumating yung kingdom sa inyo, isa sa mga sinyales noon na palayas ang mga demonyo. So tanungin yung katabi niyo, ikaw may alaga ka pa ba? Na yung pagka naprobokahan, nalilimutan mong Kristiyano ka. May alaga ka na dyan. Paalisin yan. Sabi ni Lord, If I drive out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Dumating na. 
Huwag niyong abangan, abang kayo ng abang, kailan, pecha-pecha, compute-compute. Hindi yan ang sinasabi ni Jesus na darating. Sabi niya, nasa puso mo. So, do not just treat and diminish and minimize and trivialize the present life as just a preparation for the coming heaven. Mahalaga mga kapatid ang buhay na ito. Huwag natin siyang walain ang halaga sa pamamagitan ng pagtuon lang natin sa darating pa. Nalilimutan tuloy natin yung ngayon. Narito yan ngayon. Life now, life here, offers fullness. In fact, it offers heaven. Sabi ni Lord sa John 10.10, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Here and now, you can have a full life. But it depends on what is full. Kung sa'yo ang full life ay yung may tatlong bahay, may limang kotse, may limang asawa, may bilyones, hindi ka na siguro magiging full kahit kailan. So kung hindi mangyayari yun, what do you do for you to be full? Change your mind. Change what is the meaning of full and you will be full. It's all in the mind. So what is important for us is to find, to experience, to enjoy, and to share this heaven now. Brothers and sisters, with the help of God, you can create this heaven in your heart, in your home, in your community, in our church, in our nation, on earth. Heaven on earth. Aming Diyos, buksan nyo nga po ng lubos sa aming isip nang lalo pa naming maunawa ito. Itong heaven that is in our heart. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven that is inside us. Ipaunawa nyo po ito sa amin, Panginoon. Sa mga kapatid namin panauhin, na nabubuhay sa malaimpyernong paraan, ituro mo na pwedeng maiba ito. That by receiving Jesus into our hearts and lives, we can become children of God, citizens of heaven, and we can create heaven in our hearts. In fact, even in our midst. Ituro mo sa amin, Panginoon, yung halaga nung darating pa na itinuturo sa Biblia, at yung dumating na, na itinuturo rin ng Panginoong Hesus. Buksan niyo pong aming mata kung anong nagiging sagabal para kami maka-enjoy nitong heaven, nitong kingdom of God within us. Ano po sa paraan ng pag-iisip namin, sa paraan ng pamumuhay, ang naglalayo sa heaven na ito at naglalapit doon sa hell on earth? Teach us. Magbulay-bulay tayo mga kapatid. Suriin ang ating mga sarili. At kung sa inyong pananaw, you enjoy this heaven, this kingdom of heaven within you, thank God, it is only possible because of God's grace and extend that heaven to other people. And if you think na kulang yun, madalas nga nagiging parang hell, mag-isip. Humingi ng karunungan sa Diyos so we can identify and destroy that which takes the place of the kingdom in our hearts. Empty your heart of the kingdom of hell. Empty your heart of the elements of hell so that there may be enough space for the kingdom of heaven. Be alone with God and may the Spirit of God guide us to apply these wonderful things in our life today. A podcast by Ed Lopes. Become a supporter. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. 
Click the support button or click the link below. Thank you so much for your prayers and support in this ministry. Our desire to share hope in new ways to millions of people in many places have become possible because of your unconditional love of giving and partnering with us to this ministry. Do not forget to leave a comment voice message by clicking the message button. Your message could end up in future episodes. Visit Ed Loppy's official website edloppies.com.ph